In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Hello, MJK. Mary. Actually, we can't say that. We might get fired. We might get kicked off a of Podbean and well, for saying Merry Christmas. Yeah, whoa, slow down. <laughs> Someone lost their job for that this week, probably. Maybe. Well, I heard it on a podcast and some oh. CEO woman said what? Merry Christmas to an intern and they made a formal complaint and the CEO... Because they don't follow to, Christmas? No, just because it's it, Happy Holidays is neutral, where oh. Christmas is apparently very aggressive. The wow. person celebrates Christmas themselves, so it's just really stupid. <laughs> it's just this wow. PC culture, man. It's gone crazy. Oh, dear. Can't can't do or say anything these Whoa, days. Oh, so down. Calling her a... <laughs> <laughs> no, this episode will be airing just after Christmas, but we're recording a little bit before. before New Year's. So I uh, hope you all had a good Christmas day. And I uh, hope you've got some fun plans for New Year's. Get lit, son. And we'll be back in the New Year with a few more episodes, or a couple more episodes of Season 4, and we'll kick it off with a what's to come in 2020. Still working on the title, not 2020 Vision, according to MJK, it but just something fancy. a little more nuanced, I think. We still haven't had any uh, listeners type in to give suggestions on the title, so there's still time for that. Still time. A couple of weeks up your sleeve. Um well, you know, we'll kick it off how we usually do. Mm-hmm. What have you been watching, playing, reading? Do you want to start this time or no, ladies first? You can. You've got your notes. I do. I like in front to write mine down, um, and I've obviously got our notes there because this week's episode is a review of our favourite pop culture things of 2019. So we'll be getting to that momentarily. Uh, so what have I watched, played, read this week? Obviously, we've had a week of over 40 degree weather so we've yeah. kind of been homebound more than ever uh for the sake of the air conditioning heat wave yes we've survived somehow barely um so we've had a lot of time inside and it's been school holidays so i've got a few things up my sleeve which is great i finally finished modern warfare remastered which was originally on ps3 and i've played it a couple of times since the first time but this was the first time playing it remastered it was free on the psn months ago and i finished the campaign you and i watched six underground the michael bay ryan reynolds film talk about that later i've been playing quantum break on xbox one i posted that on the story the other day i'm up to act five scene two so i've only got maybe two scenes to go two or three and a lot of live action uh, movie parts yes featuring sean ashmore from x-men and the guy from Game of Thrones, yeah, whose name I do not Game know. <laughs> yeah, the one that Arya gets killed. You and I also watched Mission Impossible Fallout, which is the sixth within the franchise. I loved it because we watched Six Underground. I had some good stunts. I'm like, let's watch some even better stunts because of how real they are. And so I uh, prompted you to watch that with me and then read on IMDb that we're getting a seventh and eighth Mission Impossible film. Um, I've been watching some YouTube, particularly Kevin Nealon's um, right, channel yep. where he goes hiking with other comedians. I've watched the one with Lisa Kudrow, one with Lily Tomlin, David Spade, Jack Black, Conan O'Brien, and Conan O'Brien. So far, there's lots there to watch. If I ever need 17 minutes of fulfillment, I can just go there. 
I watched with my mum Hitman's Bodyguard on Netflix. Your Ryan first Reynolds, watch, Samuel right? Jackson, Jackson, yes. My first watch. And who was your favourite part in that movie? Or who was your Salma Hayek. She was fucking <laughs> She's dope the in highlight. The movie. And you told me there's a sequel coming out. So. Yeah, called The Hitman's Wife's, Wife's Bodyguard. Bodyguards. I'm like, Salma's back, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, season one of The Morning Show wrapped with Jen, Reese, and Steve. Um, so we've got the conclusion of that. Well, sort of conclusion to the storyline that's running all throughout each of those Did episodes. Did Steve die at the end? Like, seeing he was the villain? Uh, no, no. Did but anyone it die? doesn't look like he's going to be working ever again. And so, season two is going to be the fallout of what's revealed and what's been done in those final scenes in particular, um, which were excellent to watch. So, I'm very interested to see where that goes. And I also finished 5B, season 5B of Vikings via Netflix, right. which is 10 episodes in total for 20 in the season. You and I went on Amazon. I found Shriek, if you know what I did last Friday the 13th. One of our favourites. <laughs> One of our favourites from when we were teens. Terrible movie. We weren't even stoners and we loved that movie. Like, what's wrong with us? <laughs> and I just thought it was called Shriek, which was yeah. obviously a piss take of the word scream and it parodies all of the screams and I know I know what you did last summer with other things in between. It's not, no tie into fr- Friday the 13th except that that's the date in which all of this is occurring. And the he guy kind it. of has a Freddy mask at the start. At the start, then it turns, it turns into, into the ghost face mask. Ghost face, exactly. So we got some kicks out of that. Uh, last night, I watched The Breakup with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Bit of a, a replay there, a and throwback. And the almighty Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman All and hail. John Favreau. Such you mean Favreau? Favreau, sorry, Favreau. But that's the fifth movie Bateman and Aniston have been in together because there's Breakup, The Switch, Horrible Bosses 1 and 2, and, oh, my God, I'm having a blank. Not We Are the Millers, that's Sudeikis. Uh, yep. Get back to you on that one. Fuck. And um, I watched the final episodes of Marvel Runaways. Right. Because we know that that was the third and final season through Hulu. And we've speculated previously that it's probably ended because of Disney Plus. Oh, just one, like Cloak and Dagger. 100%. Being finished. And uh, yeah, I was telling you that I was a bit upset. <laughs> yeah. In watching the end of it. Cause Cried your balls out. It did feel like they knew it was the end and they could wrap it up in a very nice neat bow and yeah i was just like oh a relationship's over i feel sad i feel empty um yeah i loved that show and it was just felt like it was cut a little bit short and i didn't know what was happening with the season but it went to some really cool places and i just wish that there was more of it but you can't always get what you want mjk can't always get what you want yeah i hear that what about you son well, Six Underground, Mission Impossible, Fallout, and Shriek, I all watched with you. I watched uh, Kingsman, Secret Service, and Kingsman, Golden Circle, which are a fun watch. If you Yes. Have you I seen haven't them? watched the sequel yet to Kingsman. Uh, not as good as the first, but still a lot of fun. It kind of ups the ridiculousness a bit. You know how they've got the gadgets and all that kind of shit? Yeah. Uh, now there's more robots and more... More robots. ...and all this kind of shit. Well, Julianne Moore, her character is alone on an island. Well, not alone on an island. Julianne Moore. Yeah, she's in it. Nice. Your favourite redhead. And uh, she's she's got like debatable. all these... Uh, well, who's your favourite redhead then? I don't know. It's too hard. Don't put me on the spot. Emma Stone? There's so many of them. Nah, she's you don't even the like her. Joyce's. Joyce's. Love Stoney, but you know. Well, let's say Nicole Kidman. Yeah, she's, she's up there. She's 
not full blown redhead. She's like a strawberry blonde or whatever they call. That's it. right. Um, She's a fave. Yeah, that's the only movies I've got too because we're kind of doing this relatively. Uh, it's only been a week since we've. Uh, that's right. But know. look at how much I crammed in, because I definitely watch more TV than movies. Jace, you're on fucking holidays. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the other movie, by the way, with Bateman and Aniston was Office Christmas Party. That was annoying me. I had to look that up. Thank you very much. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Bateman's the fucking lead right? in that. I was just like, he's in it. I know. I'm just going to get back to drinking my DP. Yeah, you get that double penetration. Yeah. Where was I up to? <sighs> I know. I watched uh, Rick and Morty, the oh. first five episodes of the fourth season that have dropped. D-R-O-P-P-E-D. Ooh, spelling bee. Yeah. <laughs> dropped on the uh, on the Netflix and I've also just been uh, watching uh, a good amount of Simpsons, a little bit of Parks and Rec right, here Disney and there. Plus, yeah. And uh, keeping it real. That's about it for old Mjuka. So I said that we would talk a bit more about Six Underground, which is a Netflix exclusive directed by Michael Bay featuring Ryan Reynolds. Seeing we both watched it and it's very topical because it's very new. Brand new. Boom, in your face. Brand new, trended all over Twitter for probably the wrong reasons. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, Ryan Reynolds getting some flack and some praise all at the same time for... um, Oh, what's the word? Oh, damn. When you're, when you're not sorry for like shameless, shamelessly, yes, thank you, shamelessly plugging his own oh, products, yeah, 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 gin, I think it is. Oh, maybe Pl- sorry, plugging his own products throughout it with product placement. Um, but yeah, I got detached from the film after the pretty epic opening and the big. Um, it felt do very. Do we spoil the death that happens at very? Oh early yeah, on? might as well because I mean that's what we do here. <laughs> we spoil Spoiler everything. Spoiler alert! Yeah, James Franco is in the opening. No, no, sorry, Dave Franco. There you the go. Um, was in the opening scenes of the film and gets brutally uh, killed. It felt like fair go. That opening scene was like twenty minutes. It was long. a long. Action sequence. It actually, I got not bored, but I was just yeah, like, it was this too is long, too much as yeah. well. And the the over the top like body death and blood. I was just like, this. Just and also the sort of cheesy like title sequences where they pause what's happening and they put up the character's name and the or number the splash. Yeah, because colors like, and he was text. The, Dave Franco was the driver. It felt six. like Baby Driver the at the start. Number three, it did. It really did. It felt like Baby Driver meets Bad Boys. Because it's Michael Bay. Yeah. Everything else thrown in between. Just like some of the stunt stuff was cool. Like admiration for the stunt guys and coordinators who are being thrown through car windows and such. But um, yeah, I guess the opening was a little bit too much. Um, it was, was for me. I mean, I liked I liked the cast, which that, I think that's the only positive I can pull out of it. And yeah, the cast you, was good. If you want a painfully mind-numbing action movie... Correct. Where you can two kind hours, of tune out hours. and just enjoy a lot of I explosions know I did. and stuff. There you You'll go. Get you get that. a good movie. So, yeah. Check it out if you want. Oh, and as oh. soon as I said it's a good cast, I should probably point out some of the other oh. people. Uh, Melanie Laurent, the only thing I have ever known her from is yeah. oh, a fucking Jake Gyllenhaal movie, which I forget the name of. There's a giant spider in it. And uh, Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. Um, Dave Franco, as we mentioned, Ryan Reynolds, as we mentioned, and Corey Hawkins, who played Dr. Drain straight out of Compton. That's right. I remember that now. And uh, everyone else is uh, expendable, I guess. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Ron Funches was in it as well. He was the guy that was talking at the um, the, the funeral. He's a, an American that's comedian. That's right. Oh, that's right. I remember you shouting his name yeah, out. Like, oh, oh, Ron I don't know who that is, but hey, how you doing? He's a, a big black lad who sounds like a sassy southern lady. <laughs> nice one. 
bit of day We're I can We're just bobbing tempt, along to the riff there. Son, I'm just getting my little shoulder shimmy happening. What's up, what's up, what's up? That's our little lead into news and gossip. Why? Because it's a great riff. Ben Coit and Day Contempt are dope. That's fucking wild. You heard it here first, kids. Top news. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker delivers $175.5 million on debut, while Cats coughs up a furball. That's right. They've had to send the uh, taping back into the editing room to upgrade While it's the cinemas. animation, the CGI, the special effects. While it's in cinemas. Barely been out a week. And they're like, recall, recall, let's we fix this. S- we said this over some broccolini earlier. <laughs> we did. That the, when the first trailer dropped, how many of a months ago, that there were so many headlines of, is CG getting worse? All because of this fucking movie. And they still, yeah, it still just looks like a dumpster fire. Well, it's saying on IMDb that's basically unheard of. Like, they've never known a film to do that before. Um, and, yeah, it's mostly the critics who are just chopping into it to say that, uh, it's not good enough. And so they're editing as we speak. This is like that movie, like especially with the cast as well. And also that it's one of the most successful Broadway musicals Correct. of all time. You got to assume that they put a shit chunk of money into this. Mm-hmm. And it seems that they skimped on the CG. They did. Also, I'm surprised that Star Wars is doing so well because it's basically well, Fifty it's, Shades of Grey at this point. It's doing well, but it's not doing as well as the other, the previous Star Wars. Co- there's other other articles here saying they're quite surprised. You know, it's not as epic as they thought it would be. My favorite Star Wars movie is actually Rogue One. It's, it's great. It's just dark. It's a standalone. And yep. the broad who's in that, what a gorgeous yeah, human. Um, God damn. Yes, English actress from. A few different things. Can't remember one of them right now, but uh, they hire a lot she's of with Eddie people. Redmayne when he plays um, Steve Hawking. Can't remember the name of that film, um, but yes, yeah, she was great. I liked Rogue One a lot as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, Uncut Gems keeps rolling, crosses one million mark at the indie box office. Oh, it feels like a fucking tease at this point. I just <laughs> want to see this fucking movie. You said last week it's coming to Netflix in January. End right? of January. Oh, yeah. that's soon, man. That's soon. It's um, really not, especially when you're hanging out this much. Oh, yeah, look, I movie. feel you. I feel you. We've got to wait so long in between seasons of TV shows. I'm uh, waiting on... Especially when you smash it out on a weekend. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Adam Driver, who's just everywhere at the moment with Star Wars, with Marriage Story on Netflix with ScarJo, with a Golden Globe nomination. He's going to host the first Saturday Night Live of 2020 with Halsey as the musical act. Who the fuck is that? Halsey? Yeah. Halsey? Halsey? You'll know if you heard. I can't sing one of okay. those songs right now. Um, so that's that. What else we got going on here? Eddie I did Murphy hosted as of yeah, last night. Yeah, that's right. Fucking. Oh, yes, wait, it's Monday today, isn't it? It'll yep. definitely be available. Online, YouTube stream it a yeah. lot, actually. Yeah. Yes. I wasn't going to mention illegally doing shit. Never. No. Oh, there's some rumours. This is actual gossip, though, for once, that Rachel Bilson of the OC and Bill Hader... Fueling romance rumours just before Christmas holidays. Are they pr- working together or something? Uh, he's got his TV show Barry, so she could potentially be working on that. They could have done a film together. I have no First idea. First sparked romance rumours last month when they were reportedly spotted together at a restaurant in Los Angeles. Their Tulsa sighting comes more than two years after Bilson split from husband, husband sorry, Hayden Christensen, the Star Wars guy. She married that fool? Apparently. What the heck? Last thing I saw That's in an odd couple to me, Hayter and uh, Bilson. Ensemble movie with T.I. and I think Idris Elba, Paul Walker, and that uh, that wife beater guy, what's his name? The one that beat up Rihanna? Oh, Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Um, 
And that was a bad movie, and he was wearing a fedora through it. <laughs> and after that, I was like, your career's done, son. You're done. Uh, Hilary Duff got married. Like, oh, wait. I was about to say her character, but that's Lizzie McGuire, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. Hilary Duff, Victoria and David Beckham's kids are baptised. Eva Longaria and Mark Anthony are the godparents. That is some boss godparents. <laughs> Can I have them, please? She um, became a mommy recently. She was heavily pregnant on Conan when she was there and she was fucking Ava would be pronounced. Uh, Ricky Gervais is under fire for what some consider to be transphobic tweets just weeks before he set to host the Golden Globe Awards for the fifth time on friday he responded to a, a tweet regarding yeah there's been some stuff around jk rowling being transphobic um Is that and the harry potter broad correct and he tweeted in support of a british researcher who was fired after expressing anti-transgender sentiments so i don't know jk rowling's twitter game is fucking lit though she's hilarious yeah it's she made like at the moment she made a, a fucking hilarious joke someone posted something or she said like guess who's gay out of harry hermione and ron it's like lol they're all gay <laughs> <laughs> what it's just fucking she's got a great sense of humor that's kind of that's sad if she's a transphobe oh my god um yeah and as you said eddie murphy's hosted snl and he brings on to stage Dave's Pearl, Tracy Morgan, and the lovely Chris Rock. And as Wanda Sykes pointed out on her Twitter, as I follow her, um, that that's the most black people that have been on in on the screen at once for SNL. I can't believe that's true. I mean, if it's just the four of them, it is just and the four of them. Only black people, because mm. I know there's been skits like when Kevin Hart's hosted. They have like Keenan Thompson. Nice. Uh, Back when Leslie Jones was on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, and I want to say, what's his name? Jay Farrow. They were all on screen at the same right. time. So maybe it was just that it was just those four men mm-hmm. on the screen. So that would be an interesting monologue to watch because oh, I'm God, I wondering what they're going to say. So I actually would want to watch that and with also you. also his whole, because Bill Cosby famously, yes. years ago when he was starting up, so 30 plus years ago, were like, you got to stop with the swearing. You know, right. and it's just like he's kind of said something on the getting coffee in cars with Jerry Seinfeld. So it's like, yeah, it's okay for he him to be raping all these people, but I say, fuck, get out of here. You know, like, yeah. Apparently, digs into Cosby, yeah, so, so that'll be interesting to see the context good. of that. And I just got one little bit of news and gossip. Hit it. Hey Jay, do you ever hear of a Marvel movie that was in the works called The New Mutants? No. It was supposed to come out mid twenty eighteen. Right. As part of a phase So Fox Fox Marvel Mm. So we're talking like the X-Men Yes uh, Venom side of things Gotcha Went into reshoots because of the success of horror movies like Get Out and everything else They're like okay it's horror themed but we're really going to turn up the horror So they went into reshoots Then there was the success of all these other superhero movies They didn't want to get caught up into the jam So they pushed the date back Supposed to come out mid this year. Oh, God. Did more reshoots. <laughs> Push the date back So again. maybe next year? So they've announced that January 2020. Oh, sooner rather than later. They will be dropping a new trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Which means it could easily be six months away. Yes. <laughs> maybe more, but usually around six so months So they're, they're satisfied enough that they they can put out a trailer at the end of next month. Wow. Mid next month. So I just thought I'd bring that up. Hilarious. Because it's got the little girl who plays Ira from, uh, what do you call it, Game of Thrones. 
and the chick I oh, really like okay. from the movie Split, Anna Joy something. Oh yes, Anna I know the Joy. one. And um, the the dude who looks like he rubs his eyes all the time from Stranger Things, the older brother. So it's got a, like, oh, okay. an interesting ensemble yeah. of people. But I remember like over two years ago, I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. And this, watch the cast the is maintained. It's still the same. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, it's just this is one of the movies I think that's for like the longest production that still's going to come out. Like, so I just wow. thought I'd bring that up because I found that hilarious. Just over here, head banging, imagining we have really, really long hair. I do, but it's up in a bun right now. That's uh, a bit of a band called Eyesore. We happen to know the lead singer. We do? So we're giving him a shout out. They no longer exist, the band, but they've got an album on, uh, what do you call it, iTunes, so you can check them out. Eyesore, pretty self-explanatory. Um, but we are now like going to talk. Eyesore as in a scab? Or oh, yeah, like an or an eyesore. It's something really hard to look at. That's the word uh... eyesore. I need to stand up. But we're now going to look into a segment called Trailers. Why do you need to stand up? I'm sweaty. Just airing myself. Oh, there it is. The DP, Dr. Pepper. Um, After you spoke about the trailer of Free Guys last week, I went ahead and watched it on the old YouTube. Free Guy being the film with Ryan Reynolds where he finds himself to be in a video game. It's all a little over the top and silly, but uh, you had mentioned it, so I wanted to check it out. It's also got Jodie Comer in it, who plays Villanelle in Killing Eve. So that was a nice little surprise when I watched it. Um, and then I was like, oh, you should check out this trailer because uh, McConaughey and Hugh Grant were on the Graham Norton show promoting their Guy Ritchie film called The Gentleman. So you and I watched that trailer together. Which looks dope. Yes. Classic Good cast. Guy Ritchie, Ritchie gangster movie, man. So what did you think of it? I'm all kinds of excited for it. I really want to see it. It's got a very bitchin' cast. Very much so. Love me some McConaughey. Like like some classic Guy Ritchie-style movies. Yes, and they showed... When I went and saw... Oh, I didn't mention this, but I actually went and saw Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker. Oh, I didn't yeah, have it see, on my list. See, wow. But yeah, that, that's it. It's forgettable, clearly. Well, maybe. No, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, but when I went to see that, they didn't show the trailer to... Um, the gentleman, but they showed kind of like a teaser where mm-hmm. they just flashed up each of the cast members and then Guy Ritchie's name and then coming to cinema soon. You're like, ooh, that's intrigue. That's intriguing. Um, and they also showed the Black Widow trailer before. Nice, good trailer. Rise of Skywalker. And then they also showed Top Gun Maverick. They also had ooh. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence promoting Bad Boys 3, which is out like 15th of January very soon. Um, so I've seen a few trailers that I'd already seen again, but in the cinema. And you watched another one, didn't you? No, just the Six Underground trailer. Oh, yeah. We're like, let's see what that's about before we commit to watching it. You yeah. would have heard us debating over to watch next in the last episode. And that's obviously what we decided upon. It was uh, it was a horrible life choice. <laughs> we could do better next time. We will do better next time. <laughs>
four down, stepping into 2020 because we're about to review movies, TV, books, games, everything you can think of from 2019. What did we love most and why? We did this about a year ago, which brings me into my segment that, yes, we've just celebrated not Look, another I podcast. Don't, I don't want to ruin your momentum, but One I should year point anniversary. out that you're standing up and yes. you're really animated with... Too bad this isn't recorded live. I'm up and about. I'm stretching. You can probably hear in your poor ear holes uh, how excited and into it she is. Probably but I, And I interrupted when you said, yeah, it's our one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary for Not Another Podcast. Only a few days ago, uh, my Facebook and podcast <laughs> account reminded me of that. So we pretty much started. One of our first episodes was reviewing the best of 2018, which is a little weird to think about. But we're here to look at 2019. There's only a couple, no, only a week left of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's the perfect time to do it. We're going to start with TV, what we loved most this year. I was a huge fan of Stranger Things Season 3. Um, I thought it was, it was my, personally, my favourite season of the show. And as the reviewers said, the horniest season yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone was get on. I wonder why I liked it. Um, I really loved the seventh and final season of Orange is the New Black. Are you just going to gloss over? You're not even going to have a nice little chat about it? Well, I've got so many things to discuss. I'm just I just want to, again, point out, because I pointed this out after we watched Stranger Things, how much I hate Dustin's thirsty-ass bitch girlfriend for making him sing that song, because now fucking Hopper's dead. Fuck you, lady. We all had to listen to that song. Fuck you. Anyway, sorry. And uh, what was that? Orange is the New Black? Orange is the New Black, which you also watched as well. That was just a nice, again, a nice ending to the seven years we'd committed to the show. No, I, it wasn't. I liked Piper's it. Piper's a stupid bitch. She's love, fucked in the head. Everyone likes Piper, but She I'll had that her. gorgeous redhead who has <laughs> had a life, a career, who was just a really nice person, and she sabotaged herself yet again yeah. for fucking Alex Voss. Hey, they God were end dead. game. That everyone shipped them from the start, so there'd be a lot of happy people and probably a few like yourself who are like, why? Um, but I like... I, yeah, I found it quite a good season. With the previous one or two prior to that, I got lost in it a little bit, sort of distracted. But with this season, I was much more um, emotionally connected to it, um, just with the characters, what they were going through and the story of the immigrants in jail and trying to get mm-hmm. back across the border, making it very topical for what was going on in the US and at the your time. your favourite character from American Pie came back? actually wasn't a character the guy that played your favorite character in american Pie. i love how you <laughs> speak for me like he's my least favorite character really yeah um another favorite of mine was the first and only season that's aired so far thus far of afterlife which is ricky gervais as he says it um netflix it's not a comedy it's a dramedy i guess um his Netflix series, which only had the six eps. Don't you fucking word mash and think I'm not going to call you season out for it. Season two is uh, coming soon. Jesus. Now, another standout singular season that it's only a limited series, so we won't get another one, was Unbelievable. Um, oh, wait. I keep trying to do that, but it's very not uh, no, it's something got to make a little bit of a giggle about. Caitlin Dever in it, who was the young girl. Let me guess, in Killing Eve or something. No, she's the young girl who's in the show and who is assaulted at the start and it's sort of her story and it's all a true story and I've spoken about it on a previous episode of the podcast but 
It was quite a hard watch, episode one, because of how realistic it was. Out of all the shit you're going into detail with, you're going with the Debbie Downer real life yep, story yep, shit? Yeah, because okay, no, her performance cool, was cool, astounding. Cool. She's nominated for a Golden Globe and she's going to be mentioned later for a couple of other things. So watch this space. I loved, obviously, The Morning Show with Jennifer Anderson and Reese Witherspoon and I've spoken about right. that last episode. Yep. And another I, highlight for me was Christina Applegate's Dead to Me. That was this year. Yes, that was this year. So many people I know watched it and was like, have you watched this yet? It's so good. I watched it in one day. I watched it in two days. Um, It's just that good. Everything ends where every episode ends with a cliffhanger. How come you never mentioned Hawkeye's wife? Yeah, she's in it. You never say Christina Applegate. Because Christina Applegate is the lead. She's the star. Although Hawkeye's wife, whatever her name is, um, is very good in it as well. And that's what's so good about it is their chemistry. She played Velma and Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. She did too. Yeah. Traces, she's moving up in the world. She's gone to Marvel and <laughs> hey Netflix. Hey, man, Velma was dope. She was um, also Jessica Day's sister in uh, New Girl. Yeah, right. She was the train wreck sister. Yes, yeah. Well, that, that was a lot of fun to watch, actually. So they're the sort of shows and seasons that jumped out at me in 2019. <gasps> that rhymes. What about you? Yeah, uh, you're very animated. Yeah, because I'm standing up. It's like I'm at a <laughs> Is this how show. you teach? Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is how I teach. No wonder you. All like facial expressions and things that won't work on a podcast. No wonder your students are so engaged and always buy you gifts at the end of the day. <laughs> Fuck. I do it uh, for the kids. Yeah, so uh, Orange is the New Black, I thought, despite nice. my hatred for, for the end. Piper. Your hatred for the end game. No, no, no. Just, how, is the, how do you. Nah. Move on. You don't. It would have been so much more. Uh, All right, well, I'll, I'll maybe for? I'll help you out a little bit then. It would have made so much more sense story-wise for it not to be a happy ending because they're in fucking prison. Like, well, maybe something that will help you then is in the book in which it's based on, which is the real Piper. Her name is Piper Kerman. She's an executive producer on the show. Yeah, I'm aware. She runs into Alex, you know, in season three when they're about to go to court, to trial, and they have to go in that other little sort of um, temporary jail where they just hold you before the trial. Wasn't it just... And she runs into her. That's the start of season two, wasn't it? Yes, it's actually quite early. That's the only time Piper and Alex actually run into each other throughout their whole... throughout either of their sentences. So they just made up everything else for the TV show. So in real life, that was not endgame. And maybe she did end up with some gorgeous ranger. So maybe you can live through the reality, like what really happened. Yeah, but if she's anything like a character, I, I oh, hate I don't the person think she is. too. I don't think she is. Some fucking hipster twat who fucking <laughs> has phone sex over almonds or some shit. <laughs> Fuck her. Um, oh, God. But yeah, it was despite just Piper still being in the show, I thought it was a good season. Yeah, it was a good season. I, I think I cried two or three times throughout I it. I couldn't get that emotionally attached to it, but Aww. I fucking love That's Natasha really nice. Leone. Yeah, she was great. So she's fucking... Oh, she, her character had a rough season with everything going around her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she always has a rough time, poor broad. Uh, my favourite, favourite new Ooh. series of the year was The Boys. The Boys, yes. It's we good watched, to see we one of my favourite comic books come to life. From yeah, exactly. favourite comic book writers. On Amazon Prime. And uh, like I mentioned uh, I believe it was the last episode that they dropped a teaser trailer, which they gave did. nothing away for season two, which put a smiley wily on I my face. I think you watched the whole fucking season in one day, didn't you? I did. 
<laughs> I like left for somewhere. You were like, yep, this yep. is what I'm going to do for now. Come home, still doing it. On yep. the, like, I think you had even surpassed what I had watched up to. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I only had two to go. And you're like, oh, I'm yeah, on the finale. I'm like, don't was, show me. I was like, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll talk after you've watched yes, it. Yes, yeah. No uh, spoilers. I was a little annoyed with the ending. We only do spoilers on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we take care of each other otherwise. And uh, also, the how many other episodes are available for the latest season of Rick and Morty have been all right. TV show-wise, otherwise, I don't think I... You don't watch too much, do you? You did watch The Rookie with me. Oh, yeah. 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 With so Nathan Fillion. That uh, uh, mid-season cliffhanger for season two was pretty good. Yes. Uh, it took me a while to get into season two, but yeah, I, you went I'm loving back on board with it. Because we lost... Uh, was her name Bishop? Bishop. Yeah. We liked her as a character, and then she was replaced all of a sudden. We're like, what? what's happening here? It wasn't so much that. It's just it started off really camp. Yeah. Like... He the dude, what's his name? Fuck, what's his name? Nathan Fillion. Nah, the 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 guy. Tim. Is that his first name? The one that Chen's paired up with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tim. we'll just say Tim. I was trying yeah. to think of his last name, and I also couldn't think of his first name for whatever reason. However, at the start of the first episode, he's like the end of season one cliffhanger was like he's near death for some fucking viral thing, whatever the fuck. And then he just pops up out of the back of the ambulance where you thought he was like in shock, and he pops some person who's shooting up the the fucking that's hospital. That's right. Yeah. That's and I was right. like, this is really camp. Mm-hmm. When did this happen? And I don't then, like it. Change it back. And then yep. I I kind of got over it. Yeah. You're like, I mean, I still like this for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, TV was pretty good. It's it's uh, it has a lot to offer. Does it? Yep. Oh, I should also mention. Uh, yeah. Saturday Night Live so far this season what I've seen has been yes salsa some big uh, A-listers hosting well the thing I liked in the first episode I watched this year was mm-hmm. the shout out they did to RuPaul's Drag Race which I thought yeah was I saw that too popping <laughs> big time now there were a few TV programs TV shows that came to an end in 2019 that had their last episodes ever um, so we want to give some of those a bit of a shout out you might have been a fan of them or you might now be able to go back and watch all of them at once, knowing that um, there's a bit of end game there for you to reach. Uh, game of Thrones obviously ended after season eight. Just a lot of um, negative criticism, really, about the whole season, really, in in terms of horrible storytelling. And oh, and some unforgivable, like just screenshots as well, where there yeah. was like a Starbucks cup and like oh, napkins they messed or up some big shit. Time there. Yeah, with, like, how the fuck do you do that? With their continuity. But uh, Game of Thrones ended eight seasons. Jane the Virgin after six. Orange is the New Black after seven. Big Bang Theory was the 11th or 12th, could be more. Arrow after eight. It's going to air. It's finished. It finishes technically January 14th, but we're seeing what's happening in the crisis crossover at the moment. Homeland, about eight seasons as well. I forgot that was a thing still. Vikings will have a final season. It was meant to be this year, but it's now going to be next year with season six. Marvel Runaways season three. Suits had eight seasons. Killjoys five. Jessica Jones and all those other Marvel shows, Daredevil. Single tier. And Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after about eight, nine seasons as well is wound up. Jesus. Yep. And Veep after seven seasons. So a lot of big shows there coming to an end this year. A couple mm. more we've mentioned next year. Um, so funnily enough, I've watched all of these, except Scusi and I are only up to season two of Veep and season two of Killjoys. Or Arrow really has the one episode left. And I never got past season two of Homeland, but a lot of people do 
rave about that show. I think. But what's his name left? First I think three seasons yeah. were brilliant. Yeah. And then it was just like, ah, oh, the original. What's his name left? Yeah. Yeah, the original concept was dead then. Yes. Yeah. It was. He was like a. Yeah. You know, a turned, I guess, sleeper. And there's still kind of. Plenty of storyline to go with being Homeland Security. Um, oh, in the like, US, don't get me wrong. The show was great. It's yeah. just like that original concept was so yeah, fucking dope. That's what hooked people in. Yeah. So it was, that was when it was at its saucyest. And I stopped Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. around season four or something. I just, for whatever reason, I think all of those DC shows were coming in and taking a lot of my time and attention and focus. And so I stopped it for whatever reason. So I am contemplating going back to it being that, it is now all wrapped up and... And conveniently on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, exactly. So I'm actually keen to go back and kick it off where I finished last time. Now... Oi, oi, I, what are you doing? Yeah, well, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite proud of myself this year because um, I have to... My students have to read... Well, they're asked to read 12 books for the year for Premier's Reading Challenge. I'm, like, I'm going to set myself that goal as well because obviously I spend a lot of my spare time reading for my job. So I set myself that goal and I hit 14 novels two months ago and I haven't read, read since until this week. I was going to say, yeah, I swear this week. I saw you reading a book oh, yeah. earlier. I've read a couple of graphic novels since, but I haven't counted them in the list. But of those 14 novels, um, my favourite three would be the I'll Be There For You Friends book that I've talked about at length this season. It uh, gave me a lot of new yeah, insight yeah, oh. that I didn't have already to the show 25 Which years I, later. again, will have to say, I think it's fucking cool yeah. how obsessed you are with that shit and you're still learning. I was like, well. Awesome. Um, my favourite new series that I've gotten into this year is the Glass of Thrones series. I'm up to book four and still loving it. It's a horrible name for a series. You love it. And I also read the young adult novel Jesus. A Monster's Call which we're looking at doing with year nines next year. Um, oh, and I thought four that young was, adults. Yeah, not young a, adults. Not a young adult novel. Instead of teen fiction, they call it young adult. But um, oh. that was quite a moving book. Um, as you don't know where it's going. It was actually a film with Liam Neeson and Sigourney Weaver and a young actor. And I haven't seen it. I don't know if I want to because it could potentially ruin the book. And I was quite... As it does with a lot of yeah, books. Yeah, I was quite moved by the ending of that book. So well, you that read stood Fight out. Club, right? I've read that. It's actually a really quick, easy, enjoyable read. Is it anything like the movie? Because I think... Uh, not really. Oh, no, I'm thinking of American Psycho. Someone said oh, that's... Spot on or something? Different oh, okay. Very, I, actually, I'm just massacring You it should now. read Fight Club. It's I will. so quick to read because it's such short chapters and so fast-paced that you do it quite quickly. Um, then, speaking of games... Um, <laughs> That's my flawless that's, segue. That's I just gave her a prompt because we, we'd pause sometimes between segments. I gave her a prompt. What? All right, let's you go through books and then we'll seamlessly yeah. transition into games. And then she was like, okay. Speaking of games. Here we go. Um, Far Cry, New Dawn, Detroit, oh, Division yep. 2, and Life is Strange 2 were my highlights for this year. Boom. All came out this year? Yep, yep. Sick. I don't know if Detroit... I'm not 100% on that, I, but I, I borrowed it and finished it this year. Relatively recently, I saw it advertised. So it was either last year yeah, or Yeah, I think year. it was last year. All so, right. But they're what I played. They're relatively... Well, two of them are telltale type, telltale type games. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two are my first-person shooters, which I love. It's, that seems to be your two genres. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, so they were my highlights. Check them out if you've got PS4 or Xbox One. Xbox Or a Steam account on P- PC. Steam spelt Steam 
with an S. <laughs> what about you? What did you play? I wonder. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the, the fuck? I don't How, what time around are you on Red Dead Redemption right now? Fourth? Or fifth? No, you can't be up I, to six. I started replaying it for Shit. a fourth time. Um, didn't play it for a couple of weeks. Didn't like where I was at. So I re- yeah. started replaying it for, that was the fifth time. Shit. I'm on the sixth time now. And the other day I walked into your room, blah, 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 said whatever. And you're like, I haven't even done anything. Just trying to build my camp. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm I was, like, what? I was like, because you can get, you go out and uh, yeah, you yeah. can upgrade stuff in your camp. And if you like, let's say I shoot a ram, right? Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that the pelt's perfect. So there's poor, like okay. good, and then perfect. Ooh. So for me to get the good pelt or the good carcass to then say have like a ram skull, or some pelts to put on, like, you know, like as a, a chair cozy. It has to be perfect. Yeah, so right. I'll spend, like, okay. near an hour trying yeah. to find the perfect ram to kill. <gasps> and then I have to kill it perfectly. Otherwise, I'll ruin the pelt myself. And so, MJK, what makes it a game worth playing five times? Because it's GTA, but with a fucking horse. <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna... Now, what was the most disappointing game this year for you, MJK? WWE 2K20. It's still a colossal dumpster fire. (laughs) And uh, I got the the deluxe edition where all the DLC is included. For the first time this year, they haven't actually announced what is in the DLC. Me being a schlub, I assumed it would be new arenas, new title belts, and new wrestlers slash characters. Instead... It's that, but with characters that are already in the game, but like zombie mode, wasteland mode. So it's like z- they're all zombified. Oh, right. Or the wasteland. It's like it's, it's Mad Max. Mm-hmm. That's the two that have come out so oh. far. And there's two more, which I'm, I, it's just killed my boner for potential DLC. Because I'm like, well, what's the point? <laughs> you just reminded me of Shriek. It's Boner. What's his last name? Boner, sir. It's Boner, sir. Not right now it isn't. Not Boner. Uh yeah, that was obviously a disappointment for you. You've played all of the wrestling games in the last been what, my annual seven, purchase for the last years? twenty years. Shit. So the SmackDown franchise started, then it Huge. turned into SmackDown versus Raw, and then Two K got onto the series, uh-huh. which changed the name yeah. to WWE Two K. So I've been <sighs> doing that for the last twenty years. Most times, it's an improvement, mm-hmm. and it, I always like to get it because it's got the new roster and all that kind of stuff. And that was one thing I got a kick out of that you showed me was obviously Rhea Ripley features in there as one of the and rostered they've, characters. They've done no favors for her either. Like oh. her skin in the film looks terrible, as in oh. like they've they've crossed her eyes somehow. Okay. It doesn't even look like the shape of her face. Huh. It's yeah, like it's you can recognize it as her, but I guess mostly because of the hairstyle yeah, and the clothes and, and stuff. Yeah, like and what but the outfit she wears yeah. when she comes out to her music. It's her music. And but shit. obviously Rhea Ripley is Demi Bennett, who was an old graduate oh, of Henley Home. And yeah, this week she, this she past did. week, she won the WWE NXT Women's Championship, defeating the longest reigning NXT Women's Big Champion news. ever, Shayna Baszler. Speaking of WWE, who won out of Becky Lynch and her opponent? Huh? They, they were in a final. Becky Lynch. It what was fun? on some video came up on my feed. Oh, that would have had to have been from a while ago. Really? It must have been just a year in a review kind of thing. Oh, okay. So Lynch hasn't hasn't fought recently. She has, but in tag team action. Okay, not one and on one against the Kabuki Warriors. Well, two never crazy mind. Japanese broads who are awesome. 
And uh, I just want to quickly talk about my two favourite stand-up specials for you. You don't watch a lot of comedy, do you, Jay? I've watched a bunch, but no, nah, not a lot. Well, uh, that was a very immediate answer. I wasn't expecting that. My favourite <laughs> then was probably Wanda Sykes. Netflix special. Hers is a relatively quick one. It's like as well, less than an hour, I swear. Yeah, I think it's like 45 minutes. You should minutes. check it out. You I love her. To, I went so. to start watching it a good, probably, it's probably about a month ago now, oh. but I remember I wasn't in the mood. Oh, I'll probably okay. watch it tonight just because yeah. I do love me some wonder. Good, good, good. And uh, yeah, but my two favorite specials of this year should probably come as no surprise to anyone who's listened to the podcast and how much I talk about Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle. Yep. Bill Burr special, which I actually think is eclipsed my, the last special of his that I fucking loved. Uh, Paper Tiger was just so fucking good and the way he shot it as well he uh, I think it's the Royal Albert Hall I could be saying this wrong uh, it's a famous venue where mm-hmm. Zeppelin and all those type of people yep. played and he's seen he's a huge fan of that he was just like I want to I want to perform I there well I think he'd performed there before but he never shot a special there Right. So he was like, yeah, fuck yeah. So over two nights he shot the special and the camera guy got to do it shot it in a very like if you're watching a music performance live, like on DVD or something, and how they get those crazy shots and all that, it yep, didn't look yep. like a comedy special. So visually, as oh, well as okay, just cool. being hilarious, it was just a very standout um, comedy special. And Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones um, special, which was amazing, but the controversy that was around it, I think, has just made it another level as right. well. Right. Uh, What's on happening? What, well, he always talks about controversial shit. And Hell, yeah. his, his philosophy essentially is, because uh, I'd be paraphrasing at best, everything's funny, period. Yeah. We need, to be, able to, we need yeah. to be able to laugh about everything. Yeah. So I'm going to make jokes about everything, and you need to know that. Simple Ricky Gervais says some similar stuff in his recent stand-up special, Humanity. Yeah. Yeah. You just, like, it's interesting. It's everything, it, everything has the potential to be funny. He's like, just, I'm a comedian. I've got to be able to find the funny in it yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And Dave Chappelle's in, very unapologetic about yep. it. Yep. And that, that's his style. But um, the the main controversy, I guess, that made me it, – it's what made me want to watch it. It was just like, like, here's everything wrong with Dave Chappelle's special. Yeah. And then I found out that Rotten Tomatoes only had their um, – their likes dislike system whatever it is percentage things open oh, yes. to five people they're all what? critics like yeah. who were approved by Rotten Tomatoes they all gave it zero what? then as soon as it was open to the public <gasps> it went up to 97% oh my god unheard of yeah it was just like it's just like you fucking people have an agenda fuck off just enjoy comedy so just wanted to just throw that out there that nice. if you like to laugh and you check it out and you don't have uh, a fragile soul and you like to laugh about silly shit. Watch Jay right now because yeah. she's doing basically, what do you call it? Calisthenics. <laughs> Calisthenics with a mic. Uh, my next segment uh, looks at rising stars of 2019. So that breakout stars who just got that perfect role this year and are now on sort of everyone's radar. And if they're not on your radar, they should be or they will be soon. Um, so the first one is Maya Hawke, who was in season three of Stranger Things, Ethan and Uma Thurman's daughter. Um, she was like Ethan a... Ethan Thurman? Ethan Hawke. You said Ethan and Ethan Uma Thurman? Ethan and Uma Thurman, yeah. Because right. I've said Maya Hawke, so we know it's Ethan Hawke. But, Are you sure um, it's Maya or Maya? Could be Maya, actually. I say Maya the way it's written, M-A-Y-A, but they're very being American, it's probably Maya Hawke. Um, she's age 21, so young, so still got... Big career ahead of her. The other one was Caitlin Dever, 22, who was in the season of Unbelievable, but she was also one of the two leads in Booksmart. So therefore ah. showing her range um, to go from a comedy to a very dark 
drama. And then I discovered on Instagram yesterday she's also in a band. So she's musically gifted as well. So this girl's well, a bit kind of an all rounder. Uh, it's just her and one other girl, like an acoustic band. Boo. So, okay. Um, Gotta have a drum beat, son. Oh, they probably do via Garage Band, which is what we're recording on. Double boot. Um, the other one is from Booksmart as well. She's a bit older, 26. Her name's Beanie Feldstein or Feldstein. And she's nominated for a Golden Globe for Booksmart. Caitlin Devers nominated for a Golden Globe for Unbelievable. Yo, um, I think that's Jonah Hill's sister. Oh, it Beanie. could be. Beanie Feldstein. Why have they got a different last name? Uh, a different th- dad, maybe? No, I think one of them's got a stage name. I think she Feldstein's in... Jonah's real last name because he's a Jew. Oh. She was so also no. he's a Jew. But Beanie was also in Ladybird with Saoirse Ronan. So she's had a good couple of years, especially with these Golden Globe nominations now. And the other one is Margaret Qualley, who is actually in Leftovers with Justin Thoreau. And is in Once Upon a Time with Hollywood. She's the one that attracts Brad's attention and is... Oh, yeah. Right? And then well, I found Hawks out well, she's so. Andy McDowell's daughter. Andy How would I get that from Margaret Qualley? Andy, Andy McDowell, the English actress. You, as soon as you look her up, you're like, ah, that chick. I always get her confused with Minnie Driver. You get a lot of people confused Those, with There's Mini three Driver. of them that I confuse Gina a lot. Gina Davis. Gina Davis is another one that I mix all up. And uh, just quickly, yes, Beanie is Jonas' ah, sister. Ah, okay. I think I knew that. I, I did only because I was like, the name's ridiculous. Beanie, yeah. It's an interesting name. Well, her real name's Elizabeth. Oh. So Beanie's a nickname, clearly. Right. Uh, Elizabeth, yeah. Bean. No, no. What was the Bean. name you just said? The lady? Uh, Margaret Qualley. Or you mean no, no, Andy, Andy McDowell. Pretty sure she was in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Is that what it's called? Mc... McDowell. Yeah, that one there. No, that was not it. Is that nope. even how you spell Andy? No, it's A-N-D-I-E. Why, why would you let me type it's it? Because it's female. Andy, A-N-D-Y is male. She's British? Yeah, but I don't know if Margaret Qualley is. I'm not sure. Why didn't you say the chick from Groundhog Day? Okay, the chick from Groundhog Day. <laughs> I've said it now. She's from Carolina. What are you talking about? Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Andy McDowell. Hmm. She's not British. No. Shit. There's this British actress that I'm getting confused with. Mini Driver's British. That's the one, bitch. Anyway. None of these people look like (laughs) Mini Davis or Mini Driver. (laughs) They've all got brown hair. Um, uh, She's age 25, but she obviously had a good year with um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So they're my... Four rising stars, breakout stars of 2019. I just noticed something. That was an incredibly sexist segment. I know. I actually looked online for other stuff as well. And all the other people besides their four, I had no idea who they were (laughs) because I hadn't seen them yet. (laughs) Guys and girls, I didn't know or I hadn't seen what they'd actually appeared in to vouch for them. So I just based it on stuff I'd actually watched. Right, 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 right. (laughs) So we uh, discuss our favourite movies for the year. I don't know. I don't know. Just end it there and everyone will be like, what? How dare you not talk about movies? I think we should actually. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. 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 No doubt. No doubt. Um, cool. I only have two. Cool. 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 Can I guess what they are? <laughs> <laughs> I already told you. You think it? Let me think. Two very different uh, movies. And when I was just, because what I actually did is I flicked back through all my pages where I'd written down what I'd watched for yes, the last son. fortnight for the yes, podcast. Son. Because then it meant it was from this year. And I was like, hmm. I really only found two that I would actually praise and recommend and all those sorts of things. Um, the first one was Joker. 
with Joaquin Phoenix. And I'm like, oh, do I really agree with that? Looking at it again today. And they went, yes, because I just go back to how I was feeling while sitting in that cinema, which was a lot of things, a lot of emotions, very overwhelming. I'm like, it was just, to me, so powerful and in so many good ways. And most importantly, you felt hungry. You were like, man, this movie's making me want oh, to man, because if he's white, yeah. His uh, skin and bones. But, um, yeah, that was just, yeah, very unexpected. A brilliant performance. I hope that he gets some um, some nominations for this. He's my favourite for the Academy Award um, around April next year. Um, yeah, I just remember being immersed completely into that film and being quite moved by it, even though it's not really something you should be moved by. Um so that was a standout for me. And then on the other end of it, I've gone into a comedy and I've mentioned it already today, Booksmart, directed by Olivia Wilde, her directorial debut. Friggin' hilarious. And it's that concept that we've spoken about right. before, yep. like the boys, super bad. Those movies of young teens trying to get to the party or trying to get laid and mm-hmm. everything sort of getting in their way. Um, but obviously with two female leads, Beanie and Caitlin, and just absolutely hilarious. Laughed a lot. Um recommend it to to everyone that i come across have lent it out to a mate at the moment i'm like damn it i want to rewatch it so that was bad timing right um but yeah joker and book smart for me watch lots of films throughout the year but do you have any honorable mentions you want to shout no. out any no. any disappointments any god i wish i could get my time back or money back six underground <laughs> i didn't pay for that um none that come to mind no because, right yeah, I'm thinking of all the ones I went to the cinema for, but uh, I'll let you know if anything pops to mind. All right, so what about for yourself? Well, I just want to put out my honourable mentions. Okay. Which is why I brought it up. It was a very self-serving uh-huh. question because uh-huh. I know you Selfish. You live life without honour. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, Joker would be my honourable mention. Yeah, okay. Just because of how much John ruined Yeah, it your mate me. pulled it apart and said, maybe this really happened. You're like, oh, get out of my head. Yeah, oh, well. It was literally like... An hour after I saw it too, so I was still processing it. Oh, God. It. So he was ripping it to shreds after he'd done a whole 24 hours of reading people's thoughts, watching videos it. about it. And I was like, what the fuck are you even saying? It's like, well, that's what this guy's saying. And I'm like, who the fuck's this asshole? And why do I care what he's saying? Yeah, <laughs> I'll just get fucking riled up again. Uh, fighting with my family, I want to put in an honorable mention for. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, I enjoyed that. And Florence. Um, and uh, yeah, movies that... Uh, actually, I'll, I'll talk about biggest disappointments for me this year. Before I get into what I loved, I'm gonna say X Men: Dark Phoenix. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's just all over the shop. I think I know what will be at the top of yours. What's that? The Irishman. Yeah, that's there. Yeah, nice. Also, I just want to say the kitchen wasn't that great either. Oh yeah, we watched that together. No. Nah. And obviously that was this year's release, wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty sure it was. And obviously, any Jennifer Aniston movie that came out, that was a huge disappointment for everybody. Uh, there wasn't one this year, so fuck you. Wasn't it? Didn't she do that movie with Adam Sandler? Uh, yeah, murder mystery. There you go. That was Great film. You didn't like it. You told me. You said it was a dumpster fire. I did not. Don't You're put words in my on mouth. This, on this podcast, every week, who says things like dumpster fire? Whatever. So uh, yes, Irishman's up there for me. That was again Martin Scorsese back with Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci, first time directing Al Pacino. I spoke. Nice. Actually, I didn't speak at length about this. I just said no. <laughs> just, the Irishman. Yeah. Well, just, you did a little bit. All I said was De Niro he, trying he looks to be young old. is weird, and yeah. you can see him moving like an older person. Which that was that was kind oh, of. Oh, you know what I should have mentioned? What? Zombieland Two, Double Tap. Yeah, that was going to be in my honorable mentions, Good. but I was just like, you know, that's what? an honorable mention for me. I can't remember the the babe's name in that. So I Zoe. 
Dutch. Okay. She's cool. She's your breakout star of the year? Well, I think she's, I just think she's going to be something. Yeah. Someday. Got a lot of attention on her right now, I guess. Last couple of years, she was She was in that movie with Cranston and Franco. She was in Everybody Wants okay. Some. She's in that Aubrey Plaza movie with Robert De Niro and that creep from the high school musical movies. Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, that's the You're one. You're welcome. Yeah, I did it. I did it. And uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm still undecided how much I, I love know. this Maybe movie. Maybe that would be an honorable mention for me as well. But again. Because it's a, it's a visually great. It's a Tarantino movie. That's in right. This, I'm saying that as in it, it ticks all the boxes for Tarantino. But I feel like a lot happens, but also nothing happens. Yeah. And then the ending is just weird. Because you're kind of expecting something. Well, I guess that's the, the swerve you want. You mm-hmm. know, you know that, we're going to hear that, by the way. No, you won't. That's what do you think that, that is? I don't huh? know. Let's see. Told you. Oh, nothing. It's, it's the spike I right thought there. of another honorable mention. Oh, yeah. Go nuts. Hustlers. I genuinely really like that. The Jennifer Lopez film. It's a Constance Wu movie. Stop saying that. Okay. The Constance Wu film really oh. likes that. It's like you uh, shitting all over Nebula with fucking Endgame. By the way, Endgame, that's that's up there. It's probably one of my favorite Oh, yeah, that's an honorable well. mention. You, only because of Tom, <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Damn you, Widow. Yeah, so that that was for me, Endgame, just because it was the culmination. Yeah, like to see all of those films come to an end, the story sort of tied up, and then that anticipation of... What's to come next? It's just a really good fucking movie. Everything to go. I need to rewatch it because now knowing what will happen, I can't be so disappointed by it because the shock value where you're trying to process for the rest of the film is quite distracting. And I think that didn't do me any favours either. I think second watch mm. was really good for me. Also, it still doesn't feel like a three-hour film. Like no, that movie and I've just got it on 4K, ooh. so that'd be worth a watch um, in the new year. Well, I'll definitely yeah, watch it Get that year. sound up. Oh, hey, yeah. You know what's gangster, man? Music. What's your album of the year? Uh, Alien by Northlane. Fuck, some me too. That was such it's a just one album. I don't tire of. I love the riffs, the breakdowns. If a song comes on shuffle on my Bluetooth in the car, I don't skip it. Yeah. A lot of others I do. It's like you said, like know, it's so good. almost a flawless album in the sense that like every track is easily listened to. Yes, correct. A lot. And you said it's got some sort of like story running throughout it. Yeah, it does. You can't complain with that. No, never. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, or find us on Not Another Podcast at 2Ts.podbean.com. And feel free to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram also. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Do you know what has four followers? Our Twitter account? Yeah. Yeah, I'll get to it. You just need to send me the deets again. Maybe you guys could jump onto Twitter and follow our tweets by NAP, N-A-P, and uh, help us out. And lastly, yeah. I just want to say thank you to our listener. <laughs> thank you, Jade. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>